It's four o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means, don't you? It's time for another exciting show of episode of Taxi TV Live. This week, celebrating Taxi's 27th anniversary. Wow. And thank you, fake audience. Thank you, fake band. Man, they are tight today. Yes, I'm wearing this dopey little hat because it is the 27th anniversary of Taxi. I think technically I missed it. It was on January 15th, I believe. But yep, 27 years ago, started this company and started out of a one-bedroom apartment in beautiful Woodland Hills, California, and everybody thought I was crazy. A lot of them still think I'm crazy. Um, so I want to, we are going to read some little stories from people who sent them in and those of you who are in the chat room that didn't that's all right i'm not holding it against you how could a guy with a hat like that hold anything against you um oh and we have to start the party out by doing one of my favorite things which is eating hang on wait for it wait for it wait for it there we go Woo! <laughs> Uh, yes, the fire sprinklers are going to go off any second. There you go. My wife went out and got this little beauty. Oh, shit. This is definitely going to... Bria, you may have to fan the air up there by the smoke alarm. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. It's very close. I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. We'll be okay. <laughs> you, you think, huh? Hang on a minute. I'm gonna get... Ow, that's hot. <laughs> Woo, baby, is that hot? So this is what we do with the old Rockstar cans. Um, check this out. Happy birthday, Taxi. Woohoo! So it is now my distinct pleasure to cut this thing in half, share it with Miss Bria. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Deb. Um, oh, I forgot. I got one for Bria, but guess what? They don't have a whistle in them. Oh, <laughs> so, <they don't>? No. <laughs> oh, well. We tried. <laughs> um, yeah, 27 years. Not Taxi TV, but Taxi the Company. Um, so I'm going to take a bite and then you would have had to do taxi TV on cable if it was 27 years old. That's right. <laughs> mm. I got to tell you, the cupcakes give these guys a little plug, man. I'm surprised the fire alarm hasn't gone off yet. Susie Cakes in beautiful Calabasas, California. Love your cupcakes. Um, okay, so I am going to read stuff um, that you guys sent in. Some of you, I'm looking at other people in there who didn't send anything in. Um, and uh, before I start, I want to tell you that when I had the idea to start the company 27 years ago, it was actually... In November of 1991 was when I first had the idea, I believe. Um, I had this image in my mind of, 
a homebound musician with a, uh, back then it, it probably would have been like an Alesis ADAT or a TAC 4-track, something pretty basic. Pro Tools didn't exist yet. Um, and I just had this picture in my mind of a musician sitting in a home studio struggling to get stuff recorded and produced and, and get heard ultimately. And I remember thinking, man, you know, with all this gear out there, and back then it was just a tiny little fraction of what it is now, I thought somebody somewhere has to be making music that deserves to be heard. There's got to be something good out there. And very early on in Taxi's life, I had uh, my famous breakfast with uh, John Brahaney, who is, uh, or was, he's passed away since, sadly. Um, but John was kind of like the, the godfather of song critiquing and was one of Taxi's earliest screeners and was the, um, the co-founder of the LA Songwriters Showcase. And... Uh, he said to me, hey man, a great song can come from anywhere. And it's so true. And sadly, we just lost um, arguably my favorite member. Uh, and people say, oh, Taxi, you know, do you have favorites? No, I, I don't mean favorite like he always gets forwarded because he's my favorite. It was my favorite because he represented what Taxi is really all about, which is a great song can come from anywhere. And I'm talking about our, our member, Peter Sivo, who passed away on January 14th at the age of 95 years old. And um, I was really sad to hear that news. It was kind of bittersweet because I really loved this guy because he was such a, um, first of all, he was a little salty, <laughs> which I really liked about him. But uh, he, he was a sailor, you know, from back in the day. And uh, during World War II in the 40s, mid 40s, I believe, or early 40s, he recorded a bunch of his material and it sat on a shelf until probably um, the late, no, actually I'm gonna say the early 2000s. Um, we forwarded his material to a publisher um, and the publisher called me and said, you know, for the last year I've been trying to get a hold of this guy and I just can't get a response from him. So I tried some other methods and I think I, I got a hold of Pete Sivo Jr. Um, and, and Junior told me that uh, his dad w was getting on in years and his eyesight was failing and his hearing was failing, but still recording. Whoops. And uh, so he connected the publisher with his dad. The publishing deal was done. And as a result of that publishing deal that Pete Sivo Sr. got through Taxi, he ended up, I'm, it's an educated guess, somewhere around 20 um, placements in, in big movies and TV shows. Um, I always got copied on the, hey, congratulations, Pete, you got um, you know, uh, got a, a placement in this TV show or a movie. And I just relished uh, those moments reading those emails, knowing that a man who ultimately was in his 90s was getting these placements. So one day I called him up uh, very early in this development, you know, as he started getting, maybe it's like his third or fourth placement, I called him up and I said, Pete, it's Michael Lasko from Taxi Calling, and I'm just so tickled pink, as is the entire staff here at Taxi. We're all just thrilled for you that this ha is happening so late in your life and uh, that you're making all this extra money in retirement. And he said, young man, <laughs> a little hard to hear. He goes, young man, I don't care. I don't give a you know what uh, about the money. It's all about the fact that this music has been sitting uh, on a shelf for 50 years, not being heard by anybody, and now it's being heard by millions. And I completely understood that. Um, 
and just what a pure thought on his part that the mu music had been waiting all these years to find an audience and finally it had so i've always been very proud of him as a member and grateful that he joined taxi and he was submitting music writing music recording music and submitting it right up until the very end so pete we're gonna miss you we really really loved having you as a member and to the sevo family we're sorry for your loss but wow what a great run with a great man so pete See you, buddy. Um, let's see what else I had notes here. Oh, you know what? Can't celebrate 27 years without thanking our staff, which is amazing. We've got such a great staff right now. Um, really, just like the happiest staff I think we've had in many years. Um, the hardest working, really have their act together. Um, stuff is getting done that... Um, needed to be fixed or improved upon or things that we wanted to add to our daily, um, I think they call it a daily retinue. There's my big word for the day. Um, and just a great staff. Uh, I also would be remiss not thanking um, the A&R team without their ears. And man, I've got to tell you, we've added probably on the order of, I don't know, seven or eight or nine um, new people to the A&R team in the last several months. It just killer ears, killer people that are writing great critiques and doing great forwards. Um, also, um, our industry clients. Uh, we've added so many new companies in the last six months that we're running listings for. And we've been working hard to bring in new companies, uh, new libraries and new supervisors, new record labels. Um, we've gotten busy lately um, bringing in a lot more contemporary Christian stuff, more country stuff. Um, and I know that uh, we went through a dry spell with both of those genres, so we're glad that that's back. Um, and most of all, no, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say it. Most of all, I want to thank our members, because without you guys, we wouldn't be here for 27 years. I've got a list somewhere on my computer of all the companies that have been launched over the years to compete with Taxi. And maybe once a year I look at that list. I, run, I, I don't go looking for it, but I bump into it somewhere on my computer. And I look at that list and go, wow, so many of these companies. Um, one of them was actually um, the CEO was a former vice president of MTV. And he flat out told me, we, uh, he and I had lunch one day and he said, we're trying to kill your company. We call ourselves the taxi killer. And they were gone in about two and a half years. So adios. I think that's the wrong hand. Adios to you, people. Um, we were glad to have you as a competitor and glad you're gone. Bree is holding up a sign that says, subscribe in a minute. <laughs> giving a speech, damn it. She's <laughs> kicking me under the table again. Um, and, of course, I want to thank my family because they have been so awesome about putting up with me even when we go on vacations and the family is out in the mountain skiing or down at the beach swimming, whatever we do on a vacation. Yours truly spends about four hours a day on vacation days up in the hotel room working on taxi stuff that's just got to get done. And my family's always been, let's say 98% of the time, they've been really gracious about that. So thank you to Deb and the girls. Appreciate that. Okay, so I've got that done. Now I can make Bria happy by holding up the sign. You know what? We're only a couple hundred, there we go, couple hundred people away from hitting 11,000 subscribers. So please hit that little red subscribe button. And where is it? It's like, yeah, it's right there in the right hand corner. It's so hard to do this backwards. 
All right, looks like that on your screen. Click that button and subscribe. Make sure you like us. Click the alert button if you'd like to get alerts about things that are, well, alarming or alerting. And don't forget, share this episode with family and friends. I know I always do, and they love me for it. So there you go. Got all that taken care of, and now it's time to take another bite of all that butter and sugar in the form of... Mm. They do have the best frosting ever. So now, let me say hello to the folks in the, in the chat room. Um, L. Harrison, um, somebody's talking about CDB gummies. I wonder what those are. Um, Peter Rahill, Mojo Bone, uh, Bridget Nicolini, Robbie Hancock, hey Robbie, Tom Hoy, Paul House, um, Gabriel Osuna, Tom Wanless, hey Tom, um, CJ, CJ, um, Ed Busecker, James Cock, AJ Hall, Martin Frog, uh, Ron Kujawa, anyway, and Casp, um, good to see all you folks, thank you for being here for this 27th anniversary episode. So last week, or was it, no, over the weekend, we sent out an email. Oh, I should mention, we were gonna have Dean Crepain, one of our longtime and, and very successful members on the show. We were gonna have him on today. Um, he's the author of Demystifying the Genre and Demystifying the Cube, both of which are great books. If you don't have them, go to um, Amazon and search them and buy them, because they're well worth it. Um, and he was gonna do a live split screen episode with me. Um, he lives up in Tacoma, Washington. Unfortunately, uh, didn't have enough bandwidth at his house to support the, the live video. So he's upping his bandwidth and maybe he'll be with us, I think next week. So we're, we're happy about that because I love Dean. He's become a close friend over the years and uh, I think he's one of the greatest public speakers I've ever seen anywhere. So with that, um, I'm gonna start reading these things you guys sent in. I printed a few off that were literally sitting on my desktop for months. Um, I don't know, I guess I saved them for an occasion much like this. Um, this first one is from Keith LeBrant and he says, hey guys and gals, with the last BMI statement, I've had my music placed in over 600 television shows. That's a lot of shows. Um, pretty much all the connections to the publishers, music soups, etc., that place the music all have one common theme, a taxi forward and a deal. Taxi slash Michael, thanks again for allowing me to create music and make money in my pajamas. You're welcome, Keith. Uh, in all seriousness, I never take this music thing for granted and appreciate the ability to be able to do what I do. So thank you, Keith LeBrant. Much appreciated. Thank you for sending that in, um, posting it on the forum. I can't remember where I found that one. Here is one by Kit Greenon. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. He goes by Guitar Kit on the forum. And he says, well, perseverance has paid off. Just got a publishing deal. This library seems to like my stuff. I've made a post in the past expressing my doubts for success because I live so far away from the action. But if a Kiwi from down under can do it, dot, 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 um, Thank you, thank you, Taxi, for putting me through boot camp and demanding the best. 
That's a good way to describe what we do here. Thank you, Taxi members, for your lovely encouragement. I've said this before, but this is a great community. Signed, Kit Greenon, I believe, G-R-E-N-O-N. Thank you, Kit. Appreciate that. And yes, we try really hard to uh, make sure that the internet gets all the way to New Zealand <laughs> or Australia. Kiwis are New Zealand, right? Um, is it raining again? Uh, man, we've had like four days of rain in a row. Uh, and normally we sit around complaining about the drought and how much we need rain. But after four days, like enough already. Um, here is one from Mark Hemley. Um, who cut his hair in the last year, just throwing that out there for you. It's true, I learned more about this industry from the taxi community than I did in college, and I went to school for this. <laughs> we hear that one all the time. No offense to any of the music schools because there are some out there that are really, really excellent. Um, and I think taxi is an excellent adjunct to them because we're kind of like in the real world. You know, it's not theory, it's practice, in practice. Um, Let's see, that was my notes about Pete Sivo. Um, Dear Michael, I'm a teacher musician based in the UK and I'm loving being, excuse me, being part of Taxi. I joined nearly a year ago and whilst I'm still waiting for my first track to be signed, I've had several forwards since I joined. I've really enjoyed the feedback you get and feel I've developed largely as a composer and producer of library music. Thank you for a great service and long may taxi continue. Congratulations on hitting 27. Jim Mould, I think, M-O-U-L-D. Thank you, Jim. Yay. This is gonna be a really short episode. <laughs> um, and let's see, here's another one. Hi guys, Taxi TV taught me how to write cues. I look forward to BMI statements with excitement to see if all the shows my music, to see all the shows my music has been in. Um, that's right, wasn't it just like uh, early in January, ASCAP and BMI day? And hundreds of you sent in emails saying my state statement was amazing, right? Just saying. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Taxi TV taught me how to write cues. Look forward to BMI statements with excitement to see all the shows my music has been in. Taxi TV introduced me to the amazing work of Robin Frederick. I agree, she is amazing. My last forward at Christmas has led to an amazing company reaching out and asking me for music from me last week. Taxi makes the world a smaller place. Yep, we our reach is even as far as New Zealand. Uh, I'm a school teacher in a small town in Wales who just happened to work with some of the most amazing people on the planet. Thank you very much, Taxi. Regards from Christopher Jones. Thank you, Christopher. All right. Michael, I have 80 songs slash instrumentals signed to date, not including all the alt mix versions, um, with 10 different libraries. All of them are a result of, tax, of a taxi forward or collaboration with a taxi member. As of February, I have 29 placements on various shows and counting, and the seven best placements being on the show Shameless. Wow, seven placements on Shameless, that's incredibly good, congratulations. Um, I've heard myself singing the words, your blood turns to alcohol over a sex scene on that show during season five. <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, that was my first placement. Too bad I couldn't show that to my kids at the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that show, uh, like my uh, old uh, recently departed friend Pete Sevo, can be a little salty. That's my word of the day. Um, because of Taxi, I write mostly instrumentals now, but I still write songs. Some of my latest placements, all co-writing with Taxi members, include The Young and the Restless and Judge Judy. Uh, in 2018, I signed with two new libraries as a result of Taxi's forwards and started to write songs for them. I carve out more time to write and record these days, so I'm hopeful. Uh, hopeful I will continue to get more signed and more placed. Thank you for the education, Taxi TV, the road rally, feedback, etc., and opportunities through Taxi. It's much appreciated. All the best from Jeff Allen. Thank you, Jeff. It's funny, as I'm sitting here reading these, some of these, um, I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, seven placements on Shameless. That's a big damn deal. Congratulations, Jeff. Um, here's another. I'm 80 years old, so I've been around the block a few times. I've been a member of Taxi since the road rally at the Roosevelt 25 years ago. Um, I think we've only done... 22 road rallies so far so it might have been like 21 years ago uh, it wasn't the roosevelt but whatever that's a minor detail i've attended every road rally ever since i think the cost of membership is worth going to the rally each year i haven't had much success i think about one piece a year has been passed on uh, the last a few weeks ago for a southern rock song from the 70s I received a payment, I re, I've received payment on a few. Well, that's good. Um, my music is more traditional, but I've had some hit jingles done over. Um, I've, had, I've had some hit jingles done over, 80 Christian movie scores, wow, and several published choral pieces. Um, choral pieces. I've had an, it's been an enjoyable ride, and that's from Jack Walker and Santa Monica. Thank you, Jack, and congratulations. Here's a long one, but I'm already seeing that it's a good one. Um, okay, it was about seven years ago and I was standing at the ASCAP building in Nashville waiting to leave to have my first meeting with a hit songwriter and music industry person. I was intimid intimidated by the gold and platinum records that line the walls in the massive boardroom near the main entrance of the building where I know so many big deals had been made. I took a deep breath and gave myself a pep talk um, of being brave and putting myself out there and why I had driven all the way down to Nashville from Ontario, Canada. Wow, that alone deserves some sort of an award, maybe a platinum record for that. Um, just then they called my name out, uh, or they called my name and out came a very tall, lanky man with a big smile on his face that said, hey, Robbie, nice to meet you, welcome home. And he gave me a hug, it was Ralph Murphy. Um, for those of you who've been to the road rallies, you know Ralph. Um, he's been a mainstay of the Taxi Road Rally for many, many years. He's a close, close friend of mine and just an amazing person. Um, Ralph invited me back to his office. He was vice president of ASCAP at the time and had agreed to meet me uh, if I ever made it to Nashville and to give him a call and bring some songs. So I did just that. Ralph listened to about five of my songs that day and gave me some of my first real constructive industry feedback. 
two things stick out from that conversation that I'll never forget and will always be thankful for. One, after listening to my material, Ralph went on to tell me something about my music with complete clarity and honesty, something that I already knew in the back of my mind, um, that my music wasn't country. That happens a lot. Um, see, uh, see, after studying country for a few years before that, and realizing that country fans were some of the last still buying CDs on shelves, I thought that my last hope in finding a way into the, I thought that was my last hope in finding a way into the music industry. So I tried writing country songs. After hearing his words, I thought all was lost and I was ready to pack it in and go home knowing that I'd given it my best shot. But then Ralph said something else to me. The second thing I will never forget, and I am now so thankful for, is that Ralph did say he heard something in my writing and my songs and said that I was more of an emotional writer. Had I ever heard of a company called Taxi, he asked, and I said no. He said that he strongly recommended that I check them out when I get back home and that I might want to check out writing music for film and television, so I did. I am now six years into my membership and have been to six taxi road rallies in a row. I've watched every taxi TV episode. Yeah, baby. Woohoo! Right here in living color. Um, taxi TV episode over the years, including all the back episodes. And in the beginning, spent a lot of time on the forums, the taxi forums, getting helpful advice from fellow members. That first year was, very was a very difficult one and I got a lot of returns, but then realized that the feedback I was getting was also an education. I quickly learned that all of these things combined were an education and so I decided to go back to being a student again. That was the best decision I've ever made. To date, I've had my music signed over 25 music libraries and some of my recent songwriting slash composing credits include music placed in programs on NBC, BBC, HBO, AMC, the Discovery Channel, MTV, Bravo, BTN, the National Film Board of Canada, HGTV, and the DIY Network. I also have a song placed in a documentary for a commercial in Peru and another in a Canadian indie film called Forget, what was the name of that? Uh, most recently, I received a feature film placement in the Canadian film Sister Elizabeth, The Strength of Faith. I'm extremely grateful and blessed to be part of such an amazing community and thank, thankful that Ralph Murphy, uh, I'm thankful for Ralph Murphy pointing me in the right direction all those years ago. I've thanked Ralph since and he told me to tell Michael. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you did. I really am. Thanks, Michael and Deb, my wife, and all the taxi staff. It's been an amazing journey so far. I look forward to seeing what the future has to bring. Sincerely, Robbie Hancock. But it's no secret that we're all really proud of Robbie. He's a great guy. He takes us very seriously. He's a likable guy, which I think I, I've noticed that about virtually every one of our successful members that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Um, they're all just nice people and, and they all made a commitment and stuck with it. You know, somebody recently told somebody on the staff or maybe they posted about it on the forum or on our Facebook page. I don't remember where, but somebody said something to the effect that um, the only people that get deals through taxi are the taxi pets, you know, like the, the, the teacher's pet, um, the favorites. 
Um, and I thought about that for a minute, and I realized that the reason some of those people, like Robbie Hancock, are the teacher's pet is not, they weren't teacher's pet and then became successful. They became the teacher's pet because they are successful, because we recognize the hard work, the commitment, um, and, and all the rejection that they've been through and all the learning and education that they've been through and coming to the road rallies, doing all that stuff and kind of putting it all together and synthesizing a successful career from all that. So if you wanna say, I've got pet members, yeah, there are some but they've earned their place as a pet by just being great members and doing the hard work and becoming successful. They didn't get successful because they were anybody's pets, unless maybe their spouses. Um, flipping the page here. Um, okay, this one is from Mark Bosserman. It says, this is probably different from other stories. I've been fortunate to have met a guy at a party and get an opportunity to submit a bunch of tracks for an NW reality show. Any idea what NW is? Uh, reality show a few years ago. Randy to the rescue. Um, Norwegian? NW. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I'm sorry. Um, I thought I was going to get rich and famous really fast. I did about 14 cues. I had I did about 14 cues that got used. Um, I've written for placement for a lot of other shows, just random stuff that's fun and exciting. And I have a hell of a time getting stuff accepted by individuals or forwarded by taxi, etc. I've spent many hours writing cues that wound up on some forgotten drive in my computer. Okay, I could dig them up if I wanted to. I also booked a scoring gig that I've written 30 to 40 minutes of music for a film that hopefully will actually come out someday. I love to create music. And at one point I was really confused about what is a cue? How do you write one? Um, how good does it have to be? Well, I did the sensible thing to do. I went on the internet to find out about all this. Well, the internet was full of info, which consisted of a lot of random ideas, viewpoints, and opinions, not all of it helpful. But I finally ran into, oh, I need a drum roll, and I don't know where my drum roll is. I finally ran into brrr, Taxi TV, which is where I first met Michael and found someone who had sensible information and experience and doesn't sugarcoat it, um, but doesn't give it out with a lot of doom and gloom. But useful information and encouraging at the same time. And honestly, despite having run into Taxi earlier and thinking, without knowing a thing about it, that it was probably a bit of a scam. Gee, you're not the first to have that thought. Just because people have to pay to submit. But now I understand why that's good for everyone. Thank you. I'm glad you do. Um, actually, I was happy with my experience and the great info I found in Taxi TV that I joined Taxi and I, I was, I'm sorry, read that wrong. Actually, I was so happy with my experience and the great info that I found on Taxi TV that I joined Taxi and I've been a member ever since for three or four years now. I don't think I've submitted more than a few times for any of those opportunities. I've learned a lot. Uh, I've made a bunch of friends. I've super enjoyed the road rallies, which by themselves are worth the price of admission. And I've enjoyed being a member. Uh, I love being a member of a group of people that actually create music that's used in shows. And I really appreciate Michael making a great environment to help people to get more livelihood and skills and friends in the music production world. I love the road rallies. I love producing music. Thanks, Taxi. Thanks for everything you do, Mark Bosserman. Thank you, Mark. You know, 
people talk about the environment. Some people call it the taxi ecosystem. Um, wow, I look a little green in the monitor. Maybe it was the icing. Maybe I had too much. Um, anyway, you know, that's the thing. That's what separates uh, maybe to a great degree uh, people who are members and try taxi for a year and those who've been a member for several years and end up becoming successful. The ones who are members for several years, which by the way, we just did a little study, a random study of 200 members about a week ago and found out that 37.5% of our members are members for one year, 11% for two years, 15% for three years, 9.5% um, for four years, 5.5% for five years, 4% for six years, seven or 3.5% for seven years, 1.5% for eight years. This is where it gets interesting. It starts going back up 4% for people who've been a member for nine years, only 1.5% for people who've been a member for 10 years. But for people who've been a member for 11 years or more, it's actually 10.5% of our membership. So there's a lot to be said for longevity. Um, basically, works out to whatever that number would be, like 62.5% of our members are members for more than one year. It's extremely rare that somebody becomes successful in the first year. That's like the training, training wheels year. Um, where you learn to read the listings more carefully, where you learn to watch taxi TV, where you learn to go on the forum and post your music on there to get, get feedback about if your song or your instrumental is right for a particular listing or not. So um, all these things, and going to the road rally, of course, all these things are part of that taxi environment that uh, Mark Bosserman just referred to, part of, I, I don't know, it, it's, kind of a lifestyle, if you will, you know? I mean, people joke and say that we're running a cult, although we don't have anybody trapped in a building where they can't leave at night or go home to their family. But I, I'm really heartened by the fact that people believe so strongly in what we do. And it's not just, oh, taxi, you're the greatest. Uh, it, it's that the taxi members are the greatest, the community is the greatest, that the whole thing put together is the greatest. And I don't think in the history of this industry there's ever been another company or entity that has created a community. Um, but you know, as I've said many, many times on stage at the road rally, all I did was open the door to the barn. And it was that first group of really um, generous members, people like Matt Hurt and John Mazay and Chuck Henry, those guys were the first wave of people who found success through taxi and then started paying it forward on the forum and at the road rally and um, Facebook and everywhere they could. And then that created like a second generation of successful members. And now who knows how many generations there are. Uh, it's really, I, I get a personal kick out of it when, you know, like I'm sitting on my bed at home on a weekend and I'm looking at our forum and I see people that still go on there like John Mazay after all these years and are still paying it forward to, to the newer members that they don't even know. They've probably not even met them yet at a road rally or anything. So Taxi's not about me. I mean, it is about, I had the idea, it's certainly about the staff, it's certainly about the screeners and all the stuff we do here, but we're only a piece of it. And the bigger reason that people are successful through Taxi, I believe, is the community of the great members, because without that community, so much information would never be handed down to other people. 
Anyway, um, on to my next one here. Um, this one says, I retired from my workplace at 60 uh, because of com complications from having cancer. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I joined Taxi the same year, even though I didn't own a studio and could barely sing. Um, I found enough collaborators through the Taxi Forum, there you go, to help me get my songs good enough to submit. To make a long story short, I've had one of my songs on ABC's Switched at Birth, that's a nice placement. Another song was placed in a climate change documentary. Um, that song went viral on Spotify in Turkey, that's funny. Uh, that's something you probably didn't see coming down the pike. Uh, and was also sold to a video game company. I turned 70 next year, and I think I'm just getting started. Thank you, Michael Lasko. Thank you, Taxi. And that's from Tom Hoy, who's in the chat room today. So congratulations, number one, on being a cancer survivor. That's pretty freaking awesome. Um, and thank you for sending in this, this nice letter, and I wish you continued success on both those fronts, Tom. Thank you. Okay, um, here's one that says, Dear Taxi TV, <laughs> it's an entity. Uh, just finished my third year in taxi, attended my third rally last year, have submitted 12 items total, all of which got returned, but the last one was close. The music is perfect, but the recording needed a couple of tweaks. My strategy for submissions is like artillery. Fire, watch where the smoke comes up and adjust to hit the target. Good strategy. It's the military version of write, submit, forget, and repeat. I'm gonna remember that, I like that. Um, after every taxi return, the feedback had me scrambling, but for different reasons. Song structure, lyric problems, production issues, mixed tweaks. It's a long process, but it can be mastered, so don't give up. Successes. I got a film scoring gig for a local low-budget grade B 1960s era sci-fi vampire film. That was a lot of adjectives in a row <laughs> about a year ago. Just finished it. Uh, I met a filmmaker in a jazz class I was taking. Typical plot, spaceship hears distress signal, lands on strange planet. This one is muddy, you know the rest. Uh, <laughs> It's called The Muddy Planet, I'm sure. For this film, I wrote two songs and did 10 cues. Um, using expertise, I developed from many taxi sources as well as a mentor on the East Coast. Um, that was number one. Michael, if time allows, oh, this is, uh, please listen to my song. Number two on the list, a rewrite of one of my taxi returns was just picked up for a possible film placement. More to come on that later. So even though I'm batting zero with the screeners, um, and then he's got parenthetically Lasco, quoting Lasco, keep the standards high, people. Of course, we, we can't make them low. <coughs> Excuse me. Guess what? It must be time for a sip of... You got it, baby. Rockstar. Today's flavor is zero-calorie watermelon. Mm-mm-mm. And soon we'll have the rock star burp to go with it because no episode of Taxi TV, excuse me, would be complete without a burp. That's what we get for being so professional. Um, okay, number two, uh, rewrite, uh, got that, got that. Moving forward, I'm sure I'll get forwards laughing out loud. The most valuable thing to me about, valuable things to me about Taxi are 
the education. I've read all of Robin Frederick, Dean Crepain, and Steve Barden's books. Good for you, because they're all excellent books. The Rally, of course, he says. The feedback I've gotten from screeners on my returns. The feedback I've gotten from members, both directly and in the forum. Thanks, Dean Crepain, Andy Gabrish, and Pauly. Um, in short, it's all about the taxi ecosystem. There you go. Um, I didn't tell anybody what to put in these things. I feel the momentum building. Thanks, Taxi. And that's from um, David Jack, commonly known as Dave Skinner from Texas. And I've met him. He actually came out to the office very early in his membership. I've got to show you something he brought. I'll be right back with a visual aid. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to, Jack made me a happy clappy thing out of a pool cue. It's really awesome. But unfortunately, the base is buried under a couple of heavy things. And I don't want to spend two minutes moving everything around to get it out. But I've always appreciated that. And every now and then when I'm back in the corner pulling out a fresh rock star, I look at it and get a little smile on my face. So thank you, Jack. Much appreciated. Um, okay, here's one that starts out with a scary sentence for me because I'm reading this live for the first time on, well, kind of television. Um, I did not have a great taxi experience, but I learned a lot and met some honest, good people with thick skin and hearts of gold. Thank you for all that you do. And that's from Timmy Milner. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> there are a bunch of great people and, and they have developed thick skin. And you know what? It's needed. Uh, this is not an industry for the faint of heart, but you know what? get over it because look at the members who have become successful. I mean, some of them are making a few hundred bucks a year. Some of them are making a few thousand. Some are making tens of thousands on top of the income from their regular job. And some have crossed the six figure line. Excuse me. Thank you, Rockstar. And they have now been able to quit their day jobs and, and are making this great income, likely better income than they made doing what they did their entire life. And they're doing it making music. So we're really proud of them. Um, okay, next one. I am a painter, graphic designer, producer, living and working in Haiti. Yes, Haiti. I may be your only member from there. I also, I am also an instrument collector slash maker. After a year on taxi, about 12 years ago, I decided to go for it again in January of 2018. After a year, I had about 26 forwards and I signed a deal. Um, three more on the way. I'm so grateful for Taxi's feedback that has leveled up my production exponentially. Thanks, guys. And that's from Gregory Vorb, V-O-R-B-E. Thank you, Gregory. Okay, the next one is, I went to the Taxi Road Rally in Los Angeles for the first time last year. Um, I ended up meeting some folks at Create Music Academy and signed up for a course to learn about the ins and outs of Logic and Pro Tools. Smart move. Although I have a degree from Berkeley, I didn't study production or mixing that much and had a big gap in my training. We did shootouts with different mics and heard how diaphragms and ribbons and condensers all responded differently. We learned technical aspects of the different uh, DAWs, uh, DAWs. Uh, we even produced one our own instrumental track, and I learned everything I needed to stop making my music on GarageBand and upgrade to the big leagues. Yay, good going. Um, 
By the way, I love the guys at Create Music Academy. They're a sponsor at the Road Rally every year. They are all spectacularly smart and good individuals. And frankly, they've invited me down to audit a couple of their classes, and I wish I could find the time because I would love to go. I should make the time. Um, they even did some consulting with me, this talking again about the people at Create Music Academy, uh, to give me a breakdown of what equipment to look at buying to produce professional level music specifically catered to my very small budget. Um, I perform music full time, so I'm not exactly Warren Buffett. Well, I think all of us are in that boat. Um, after a few months of saving, I got a Townsend Labs L22, which I got to tell you, I've never even heard of that mic, but it, if the guys that create uh, recommended, I'm going to check it out and an Apollo Twin interface, and with nothing more than those and a MacBook, I'm currently recording acoustic versions of my entire set list, instrumentals for movie and TV submissions, and original songs for my next album. Um, the sounds, the sound, the sound difference is insane in all caps. In about two months time, my recordings went from sounding like I paid a dog to produce them, <laughs> okay, um, to lush, vibrant standout tracks and when i'm done with all my recording i'm submitting straight to taxi yay um it's invaluable to be able to record produce and mix your own music i've been saying that for let's see 27 years um and it seriously increased my creative output without having to drop thousands of dollars on a producer or studio time for each recording so true this is a game changer for me and that was from dylan galvin thank you dylan Congratulations on learning how to use your studio. It's, it's a huge deal. It really is a game changer. And now I think I need to blow my nose. Here, I'll turn around. I don't think I've ever seen a TV talk show host blow their nose on air. There you go. Anybody want to shake that hand? I don't think so. Um... Dear Michael and everyone else, I joined Taxi seven or eight years ago. Through forwards, through many, through forwards, many doors were opened for me. At the moment, I have over 2,000 cues signed across dozens of libraries, and I've had thousands of placements on network and cable TV. I really can't give a specific number of placements because it's impossible. I lost count years ago. I have gathered enough credits, uh, 100 plus on US TV shows, 100 plus, yeah, credits on 100 different TV shows in the United States, um, that nowadays I do custom work for established Hollywood composers, not bad for somebody living in Europe. Um, and by Europe, he means the island of Cyprus off the coast of Greece. Uh, at the Road Rally, I met my lifelong friends and collaborators, Chuck Schlachter, John Mazay, Matt Hurt, and so many others composers, songwriters, lyricists, the list just goes on. At the last road rally, I mentored members for the first time. I remember that, that was pretty cool. Um, and he wrote a book, um, which is an incredible, uh, I would send Bria over to find it, but you'll never find it buried in all those books. But I'm gonna go see if I can find the book, so I should plug it. Um, anyway, at the road rally, I mentored members for the first time, and without exception, I told every single one of them that Taxi, combined with hard work and tenacity, of course, works. Thank you, Adonis Electris. So, Adonis, um, I remember many years ago when Adonis was early in his membership, 
And because the economy had gone in the dumper uh, in Greece and Cyprus, he and his family were going through a very, very, very tough time economically. And uh, they had a young daughter, I believe, that was transitioning from a crib to a bed. And I remember getting an email from him that literally made me cry, thanking me for starting Taxi because through Taxi, he got some placements um, and made enough money that he could afford the bed for his daughter. And I thought, wow, what a great guy for taking the time to let us know that that the work we do here has that kind of effect on families. And he also sent me this, which never leaves my sight. It stays back here. It's Venus, and she is in every episode of Taxi TV. Here, I'll move her over so you can see her a little better. And I'll be back in a second, see if I can find his book quickly so I can plug it. Find it fast enough. Bummer. I know it's in there too. Oh well. Um, anyway, um, great book, and thank you, Adonis. Um, we are privileged to be your friends and to have helped you with your career. Um, moving on. Okay, this one doesn't start out with a dear anybody. Um, and it's got a bunch of names of publishers and their companies in here. So I'm gonna have to try and work around those because I don't want to make them public on the, uh, on the big show here. He's had eight songs, this person has had eight songs signed. Um, one with a very strong publisher that I personally know, well, actually I know them all, from the uh, meeting at the 2017 Road Rally, another with another very strong publisher from the 2018 Road Rally, six songs with yet another publisher um, since one of our members, Marcus, introduced them at the 2018 Road Rally, has no placements as of yet, but 24 forwards thus far from listings, still waiting my first placement. Um, been collaborating with um, Marcus Kano Cohn as well as Matt Vanderbilt. Well, you're in good company with those two uh, since the rally this past November. Um, it's amazing to be building a catalog and friendship with these guys. Also, uh, another um, library owner and uh, music supervisor has been in touch with me and plans to reproduce a song that I showed her uh, at our one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one session at the 2018 Road Rally. Um, my family has the same faith in my songs as I do about getting them placed, which I'm sincerely blessed by. They know the countless hours um, that I spend in the studio will pay off. The bottom line, I wouldn't be working with all these great publishers if it weren't for Taxi. Um, I wouldn't be collaborating on songs with Marcus or Matt uh, if it weren't for Taxi. I wouldn't be able to give my songs the opportunities they deserve if it wasn't for what Taxi does. The race is not given to the swift, uh, and great things take time. That's what I know. Um, yours truly from Patrick Shoreshot Whalen. Thank you, Patrick. If you're working with uh, Marcus Cohn and Matt Vanderbilt, you are doing something very right. Okay, this next one says, my answer is in, is in bold cap letters. Thanks for everything you guys do. So remember in the email I sent out, I had a list of questions or possible bullet points, things to stimulate the stories from you guys. So this person, um, it's a gentleman, um, went down the list and answered. So 
bullet point number one was how many songs or instrumentals have you signed? Dozens. How many placements have you had? Many. Um, did you recently get your first placement ever? No, that was many years ago. Um, have you met great collaborators through Taxi? Yes, several, including two long-term collaborators. One was from my hometown and one lives in another country. That's cool. Um, did you ever meet a music library owner at the Red Rally and sign a deal? Yes, this has happened more than once. Um, very common theme. Uh, did you first learn about doing instrumental cues when you joined Taxi and how did that change your life? I found Taxi after my band broke up and I wanted to pursue my music on my own. My first road rally changed my life. It was like finding a secret door that explained the entire music industry. Ooh, I like that. No joke. Every single placement, stream, and collaboration in the last 15 years is a result of Taxi Connections. That's amazing. Um, has your family come on board with you spending countless hours in your studio because um, they see the progress you've made with your music? Yes, but they've always supported my music, he says. How did it feel when you first heard a piece of your music on t in a TV show? Exciting. My whole family was watching. Also exciting, getting my first royalty statement. Yep, nothing like getting paid for doing something you love. Um, what's the biggest show your music has been placed in as a result of your taxi membership? And he says, nothing big, but many, many TV shows that have been shown across the world. And that's with a thank you from Jason Noakes. Well, thank you, Jason, and congratulations. <laughs> Sounds like you are well on your way. Okay. I um, <laughs> like this one starts out with, Hi, Taxi. I'm no longer a member. And I guess I'm one of those people that's got a lot from Taxi and not shouted about it as loud as I could have. Um, I'd, be genu I'd genuinely be nowhere without Taxi, so here goes. I joined in 2010, went to my first road rally the same year, and signed my first publishing deal through Taxi in early 2012. I got a few more and through hard work and perseverance, common theme, ended up with five deals through Taxi Forwards and for meetings at the Road Rally by 2014. I started to see placements in 2013. Since then, I've had hundreds of placements on more TV shows than I could list, and I'm sitting here in my log cabin studio where I spend my days surrounded by musical instruments, producing songs and instrumentals for TV shows, ads, and films for a living. My biggest successes include MTV's Catfish, where I've had 150 plus placements across six series and 71 episodes, a partial theme tune on Alone on the History Channel, and a song recently in the feature film Dumplin' that hit theaters and Netflix last year. Uh, it's been well worth the effort I've put in, even when, I, even when a bit of blind faith was needed, and I thank all at Taxi for providing those opportunities. It's truly changed my life and I regularly recommend Taxi to others. And that is from Matt Harvey. Thank you, Matt. So Matt mentioned the movie Dumplin'. Deb and I watched that movie probably about 10 days ago. And as I'm prone to do with virtually every movie I watch, uh, any TV show that lists music supervisors or any music credits whatsoever, I am an avid, maybe the world's most prolific watcher of music credits. And uh, I either heard the song or saw it in the credit and said to Deb, I think that's a taxi member. Sure enough, 
um, it was the movie Dumplin', um, which uh, if you haven't seen it, I, I didn't hear about it before it was on Netflix, and then Netflix gave it about a weekend of promos. It's cute. It's not exactly an Oscar-winning film, but it's very cute and definitely worth watching. Um, it's got Jennifer Aniston in it, and for the guys in the audience, that always makes anything worth watching. But um, it's about a young girl. Um, let's. Nah, I'm not going to give it away. Worth a watch. So go on Netflix tonight and watch the movie Dumplin', okay? You will like it, I promise. Um, and Matt Harvey's music is in it, even cooler. Uh, and here's one from somebody I know. I joined Taxi in 1995, so that was in our third year of business. I've since had hundreds of placements. Of course, Lasco wants to know why it's not thousands. Um, I've met and signed deals with at least 10 library owners, have experienced the thrill of hearing my stuff in movies and on TV shows, including Nashville, Entourage, CSI, Glass castles and blah 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 literally says blah 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 Great. there you go we've got a blah 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 machine um but the best part by far is the outrageous spectrum of passionate amazing talented fun people that i've met through taxis road rally bill is the guy uh, this is from bill gordon bill's the guy who stands at the head of the line the registration line with a little um, knit beanie on like a little sailor beanie holding up a, a little sign he used to use like a fly swat or something finally I said bill come on we need to class it up a little bit but he's the one that tells people okay go over to that person go over to that registrar blah 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 <laughs> anyway we love bill he, he's part of the family here um uh, fun people I've met through Taxi's Road Rally, and my friendship with Michael Lasco is a treasure on all levels. Thank you, Bill. Um, as is knowing so many of the staff over the years. My wife Nancy loves what I do, uh, what Taxi has done for us, and still thinks those BMI and sync checks are the coolest way anyone makes a living short of being a piano player, of course. Thank you, Bill Gordon. So, oh no, I think I still got did I read those already? I did. So that's it. Um, 27 years, lots of heartwarming stories and much gratitude from me personally, um, from my family, from our staff, um, for all you guys, especially you folks who watch Taxi TV every week. You know, um, it really does feel like a family here. I look forward on the weeks that I can't do a show because I'm traveling or I'm sick or something. I actually get a little bummed out that I don't get to hang out with people like Linda Cullum and Eric B, Paul Croteau. Hey, Paul, he was going to drive up here today from like deep in Orange County. And I said, don't do it, dude. <laughs> um, uh, Mojo Bone, Dan Weber, um, Anna Yarbrough. Hey, Anna. Jay Williams, Marion Laird, Gloria Covington, uh, just, oh yeah, oh, ooh. I can't pronounce your last name, but I know that you must be Israeli by your first name, Yael Benamor. Either that or you had Israeli or have Israeli parents. Sasha Rose, Tom Wanless. Um, anyway, thank you all for being um, part of the show and for uh, just being with Taxi all these years. Um, if you're a member right now, you belong to Taxi at the best time in the company's history because we're working on a bunch of really cool stuff 
And I look forward to seeing what, well, the next 27 years, I'm liable to be dead near the end of that, but hopefully not. So with that, I thank you for watching the show today. Bid you a fond farewell. Hopefully next week we will have Dean Crepain on the show. Um, thank you all, and see you next week for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Woo